and that's it, man. We're live. Right now, probably what they're seeing is um, just the screen. Hello, welcome to Let This Mind Be In You. Brother Michael D'Angelo here. Um, I'm here with a special guest. And so I'll go ahead and switch the screen here so you guys can see who's with me in studio. Um, it's my brother. My brother. Yeah, see? Do you see the resemblance? That's my brother. This is Brother James. Brother James McDonald. Um, hey, brother. Thanks for joining me tonight, man. Thanks for traveling out into the sticks all the way out here into the boondocks it's and, beautiful uh, nice and quiet yeah it is um but yeah welcome to let this mind be in you this is our um, our live broadcast so instead of seeing me you get to see this handsome fellow over here and uh, we're gonna talk tonight a little bit through a bunch of different things but um also um since we've done a little bit of introduction you can probably see there's a little bit something different okay um i asked you everybody out there that is watch the videos to pray about getting a mixing board god provided an excellent deal and um i got this mixing board so the only thing is though i don't know if you're hearing the audio quality or you're not hearing anything so if you're on and you're hearing everything and it sounds good maybe just drop a little chat and say give me a thumbs up or something so i know that it's it's working correctly um if not please let me know as soon as possible um, if you're joining us here on YouTube, um, there's also uh, later on that's going to be going out on the podcast. So if you've been uh, following along a little bit, I've been having all sorts of trouble with uh, my Apple podcast. Um, something wasn't migrating over, so I had to shut it down. So right now on podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T-S dot com, look for Let This Mind Be In You Ministries. And uh, that's where the podcast, the audio version podcast is right now. And then eventually it'll get over. Uh, your wife says it sounds good. All right. Okay. There you go. Um, but eventually it'll get over to Apple Podcasts and all the other streaming platforms where you should be able to download. Um, just as of this moment, um, I'm waiting on the processing of the, all that. So anyways, just another way for you to know that. Uh, or listen or it, uh, down the road if you're not listening right now live. So um, the audience is seeing us, but um, the podcast audience would obviously be hearing the audio later on. Okay. Also, remember, we got an email address here at the Let This Mind Be A New Ministry. So if you want to talk to me um, and you want to drop a line or a question and you just don't want to text it all out, you want to send an email, it's going to be at L-T-M-B-I-Y. See, let this mind be in you, but it's all just the first letter of every word. L-T-M-B-I-Y at yahoo.com. Just email me. And also on Facebook, let this mind be in you ministries. And you can message me on there too. So that's all introduction. We got all that out of the way. I don't have any paid sponsors because <laughs> I don't get, uh, I don't believe in that. Um, I don't want to be sponsored by the world anyway. So, um, but we're here live with, like I said, Brother James McDonald. Uh, we attend, I don't know if that's even the right word, um, we assemble together as the church in a, in a place in Hagerstown, uh, Maryland. Um, that's the New Testament Church of Hagerstown. And uh, so if you're ever in the area, the Hagerstown, Maryland area, come on, stop and see us, look us up. We're in a warehouse. Yes, we are. That's right. And there ain't nothing wrong with that. No, it's not. And nothing wrong with that. No trappings, none of that stuff, because that's not what it's all about. We come together to be the church. We don't go to church. That's right. Amen. All right. So, Brother James, 
why don't you just take a, I don't know, a brief moment to kind of introduce yourself and say, hey, where I'm from, from in the world, and uh, nobody wants to hear me talk. They see you. They want to know about you. So why don't you just let them know kind of where you're from, how old you are, if you want to tell that. I don't, okay. I don't know how. And uh, just kind of give us a brief introduction and uh, just tell us what's about yourself. Right, yeah. So uh, originally I'm from Suitland. That's Prince George's County, uh, Maryland. Okay. And um, yeah, so uh, in Hagerstown now, uh, God has blessed me with an awesome family. Yes. It, when he says a family, uh, Taz, <laughs> a I know you're watching. A family. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a colony. <laughs> it's a... Okay, so yeah. how many kids? How many kids you got? We have seven kids. Seven, and, uh, the number of perfection. Kids. That's that's what it is. So we're done. Uh, oh, we are. Is, are we making an announcement and making it? Uh, that's final, huh? Yeah, that's final. That's it. Okay. Uh, oldest eleven. The youngest is a week younger than your youngest, I yep. believe. Something like week that. younger than Dominic. Yep. Yes, JB. Right. Yep. So, uh, yeah, but um, uh, yeah, that's where I'm from, born and raised. I uh, moved out to Baltimore when I was older um, with, uh, with the family and everything mostly was work related. My reasons for the migration and uh, leaving uh, Baltimore and making it out to Hagerstown was just a blessing uh, to even be able to do it and to just get out of the area where we lived. Uh, yeah. I When you said you're from Baltimore and when, when I think of, I guess when anybody thinks of Baltimore, it's just like any other inner city, like right. big city kind of stuff. But Baltimore is is pretty rough. I mean, it's for it's not even that big of a city compared exactly. to a lot of other ones. Right. But yeah, I'm I'm sure they had the the roughness. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And that was the thought process. Um, as you know, me and you were talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I try to look at everything as what's God's will in it. Right. Why, even where we live, why am I here? And um. You know, at the same time, there's that responsibility, you know, to the family. And uh, the thought process is, um, do I want to raise the children here? You uh -huh. know, so um, it's, it's that as well. And uh, so, I mean, we really just prayed about it a lot. Me and Tasman, uh, it's my wife. We prayed about it a lot, you know, just to um, God, we want to do your will. Right. But if it be your will, <laughs> help us to get out of this place yeah and no, um, i understand that. and the door opened up i mean yeah. absolutely a door i mean that would take a too much time yeah to explain the process of being able without even the proper means the doors that were opened up for us to be able to uh move out move out that way so mm -hmm. um yes yeah, so that was just well was great. um yeah for if you are watching live or if you watch this later on um the hardest working man in Hagerstown. Uh, <laughs> it's unbelievable. Like what time do you get up just to go to work? Wow. Uh, on a normal day, I wake up at 1245. Now, actually we started at midnight. Yeah. That's 1245 <laughs> at night when there's no sun up in the air. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so that's when I got up to get on route. Usually it'll take about 10 hours to get it done. Mm. Um, but Yeah. Well, I, everybody appreciates what you do and not enough people tell like, you know, they're like, well, trash guys, you know, they go on a, well, right. that's definitely needed. Yeah. Um, there's like times when, um, like in New York city or something like that, the, the yeah. guys will go on strike and you notice it. Oh, very quickly. <laughs> yes. Um, and the rats do too. They're yes. like the size of uh, small right. dogs. That's yeah. Right. So no, we, we appreciate that. And so you, 
you raised up in um around you said that part of maryland and then you kind of migrated over to uh, baltimore and now here um kind of tell about um your upbringing like as far as when did you come to christ like what is the, like the background behind your testimony? I, I would love to hear. I don't think I've heard your full testimony right. before, and um, I would love to hear it. And let's see if uh, everybody would also like to hear it. I, lo- I love it because I, it's unique and common at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's common in that I was raised in church. Um, we yeah. do share that, um, that my dad was also a pastor. Yeah. My granddad was a pastor. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, church was a, a, a definite thing. I mean, from uh, conception, it was something that we did. And I mean, right. Nine months before I was born, I was in church. (laughs) I I definitely (laughs) get that. Exactly. And um, and yeah, so. Like, I think pretty much at growing up in my my grandfather's church, we pretty much all got baptized at around seven years old. Right. right. It was the kind of like the uh, agreed upon Mm -hmm. age of accountability. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's like everybody gets baptized, and now you're good to go. And now you're good to go. It's fun. It's it's funny you mentioned that. Um, so there's a part of this book that I just got um, from Brother JT. Uh, this, I got it. I got it down here. Just give me a second. Okay. Uh, the Romans ten controversy. I I know you're on here right now, JT. So here it is. It's proof that I actually did get in the mail. <laughs> um, but he talks about that a little bit. Um, in one of his opening talks about childhood conversions you know where it's like i haven't really got to flush flushed it out because i just started reading it but it, it does talk about you know there's that pressure and I, on my last podcast i talked about how my well i believe i remember my mom leading me to the lord right. at five years old i remember it yeah however i just don't know where i feel about that because then at nine years old eight or nine years old then i was like man was that real and then exactly. i made assurance of that but to be honest with you, bro, James, through my high school years and my first part, of, I don't know. There wasn't a whole lot of fruit there. Right. It's it's difficult for me to even think about that because I know now, like I know yes. I'm a hundred percent sure. Like I, there's no doubt in my mind. Um, but yeah. So, anyways, continue your story. You know, like seven years old. You know, and getting baptized. And, and, and I mean, I can say I'm the youngest of four. Uh, I have two sisters and a brother, mm-hmm. and um. It, for me, I wanted the I wanted the juice. <laughs> I wanted the cracker. No, yeah. <laughs> that's what I wanted. So, mm-hmm. um, did I believe, like you say, we've been able to remember certain things at that age? Um, I don't know what I believed. Yeah, I, I have no idea what I believed. What did I? Did, was it a true confession? No, I wanted yeah. the juice and I wanted the cracker. I yeah. didn't want to be left out. Yeah, I think that's a story for a lot of kids that are raised up in church, unfortunately, and um, there's such a migration away from church and i was there the the only difference i think though bro james is that i had the conviction of god on my life like there was no doubt like i wasn't getting away with anything at all and so in my early years in the in the navy especially um you know we still struggle with the flesh at being saved obviously but uh yeah so anyways you're, you're you're continuing on there um so don't know if it was a true conversion of the, probably not. That's right. what you're saying. Probably so. not. I yeah. mean, that's how I feel about it. And I mm-hmm. mean, the thing where I can, like you say that, that point where you got to where, uh, you kind of just, um, understood as it were, mm-hmm. the, uh, 
I guess the need, you know, for um for more. For me, it didn't really come until I was about nineteen, I would yeah. say. And it was then where I mean, it was just I, I went to God and I just said, I don't I don't think it was real. Yeah. And and for me, the thing that is kind of amazing, I think of the scripture, uh, godly sorrow works repentance. And I mm-hmm. think of how with me, it was like I had a sin encounter where yeah, it started to become yeah. sin, not just being young, not just having fun. It was sin. Yeah. And at 19 years old now i was baptized and you know drank the juice at at seven years old but yeah at 19 around there i didn't you know mark it down on the calendar but around there was when Mm -hmm. the conviction was so real yeah that i just had to go to god and really ask uh god am i right (laughs) am i actually saved and so that brings up a good point in romans 7 it, it talks about that it talks about you know the the law finally came real to you and um, you understood that there's nothing in of yourself that was good you came to the end of yourself you you said it's i always equated to what jesus was talking about he gave that that account of the publican yes who said lord be merciful to me a, mm-hmm. a sinner. sinner that's right you recognized your sin condition yep. and recognized also that there was no way to get to god yes except through through Christ, through yeah. Christ, yeah. and so you came to the end yourself, and that's 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 an awesome story, brother. And yeah. I, and there's so many like we we'll talk about that some other time um, on here about because it is prevalent, especially in you know I hate to say it, but you know well in Baptist circles, yes. um, especially to a certain extent, not all, yeah. you know, but there is a good majority of that stuff. I remember, I mean, because I was in youth camps you're in oh, sunday yeah. school you're Absolutely. hearing it all the time and you're like oh that's what i'm supposed to do and so yeah like i said in, in my brief little testimony in my last podcast I, I think i was pretty much me i i just i don't know i know now yeah that's the important thing exactly i absolutely thousand percent know now. And, and you know that's really the the thing that i love about telling people mm-hmm. my testimony because nothing uh, wrong with it but a lot of people can i remember it was you know june the 5th 19th sure and i'm, I'm grateful i can't say that i don't know mm-hmm. i just know now yes <laughs> and I, I love that part of the testimony is that i don't have an anniversary but right now today i can tell you 100 percent you're in the palm of jesus hand which is in the palm right of the now. father's hand your name is written down brother right now and that's awesome. that's that's absolutely the beauty of it and um, so much I, I find, um, and, and at that point, I mean, uh, it was a lot of contention, I would say, mm-hmm. uh, especially with, with people, because I was very at that point when I began to see this truth and the spirit is growing within me mm-hmm. and I'm being convicted, I'm sharing it, but it, it would come off as very aggressive because I'm challenging everybody else, um, who was supposedly saved when we were babies <laughs> and, yeah. um, yeah, it was it was very hard. The, yeah. My my beginning journey was very very difficult because I was seen as overzealous, flash in the pan. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll calm down once you you know what I mean. You, sure, you get to that point. So, well, all it, it sounds like to me, brother, that to be biblically based, old things passed away. That's right. All things became new. You are a new creature. In that's Christ. what it is, and that's that's amazing to hear. That's that's one of the. That's one of the things I, I love to hear. Now, not everybody has that same 
you know, sanctification comes on a daily. Yes. I mean, we're justified once That's and right. through the, his his righteousness. We know that um, according to the scriptures, but the, it is a process. Some people have a longer process right. where they can clean up some stuff. I asked my dad um, in the first interview. I said, you know, because he he was raised Catholic. Okay. And you want to talk about being baptized and right, yes. supposedly a Christian at an early age. Well, he, like at birth, you know, right. he was the whole nine yards. But once he joined the army, he understood. He, he finally came to that realization that these man-made traditions and structures are just that. They're just foolishness. They're not. What does the word of God say? And he, me I remember him saying that he asked the guy that, you know, took him to the scriptures and led him to the Lord. Um, you know, how do you know? And then he took him through the scriptures right. of how to know. And um, it's not based upon anything that we do to either get it yeah. or, you know, we can't lose it, you know, and there's all sorts of different scriptures on that. But, but he's, you know, he, he was basically saying the same thing about the sanctification process. You know, folks, if you're watching, we're not perfect people. Yeah. It's a newsflash running across a banner <laughs> down there. You know, we still struggle in the flesh. Paul yes. talks about how we groan. That's right. That it's like and we, we groan in the yes. flesh. We're like, we just want to be out of here. Yes. Be done with this. Unfortunately, well, God has us here for, so it is fortunate. He's sovereign. He keeps That's us here right. for a reason. But yeah, like he said, he said, you know, some people get saved and it's like, let me get rid of this. This is, yes. and it just, everything goes. Some, some God has to work on us. You know, right. the spirit moves in uh, at the moment of salvation. And then it's like, Here's the rest of your life, right. you know, working on you. So, um, but you were like, I feel like you're still pretty zealous. Yeah. Yeah. I try to be. Yeah. I can't help it. <laughs> it's, and, and it's, you know, it, it's certain scriptures that just stand out to me. They really stick out. All right. Go and, ahead. and I think of scriptures that speak about being a living sacrifice. Mm -hmm. That says to me, this isn't mine. Yeah. I, you know, I, I think the scripture says it's no longer I that live, but Christ that lives in me. Mm -hmm. Those scriptures just hit me so hard. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, the, we're the not one, our own. We're bought with a price. Yes. We're bought with the price. And it's I mean, I, I look at those scriptures and, uh, you know, I, I preached about it the one time mm -hmm. at, uh, at our church. And um, it, it's just I feel like I owe Christ and I don't feel that that's a bad thing to say. Oh, no, no, no. You can't you can't earn it. No, it's not earned. It's not working towards it. It's working because of it. And, um, and that's the thing is like, I never want to lose that. I owe Christ because of what he did. He gave everything. And, and that's, yes. we were, we were talking about something. You were mentioning something about this church you were talking about before, right. before we came on air and you said something about the tithe. Yeah. I mentioned that in, in, um, my podcast about, uh, Hebrews seven where he taught, you know, cause I mentioned Abraham gave tithes of all. Right. And we like to go to that and we're like, well, you know, we're biblical because we give 10% of our money, right. you know, yeah. except for, you know, I made this point, you know, in Leviticus, when that tithe was established in the law, it was actually more like 20, 25% okay. of money. Once right. you redeem whatever you sold, you right. know, you brought that to the storehouse. So the Levitical priesthood could go out and buy right. food. So it was more like 20, 25%. You never hear that preached. <laughs> Anyways. But the point is, is that in the new Testament, because Christ fulfilled the law, right? hundred percent of it, all of it. He said, it is finished. That's right. We owe all. It's a hundred percent. Just like the widow who gave her two mites, she gave all of herself. That's and who right. noticed that Jesus Christ said, Hey, Hey boys, that's right. You see that's that? That's right. You see that? See, he also, uh, you know, talks about how he, 
you know, Jesus was pretty confrontational in a, in a newsflash. Anybody read your Bible, <laughs> read the very, Bible. Yeah, he was ignore very, the paintings. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But he, he talks about how, you know, you'll tithe on your mint and like this and that and everything like that. But you ignore the weightier matters. The weightier matters of the law is, hey, you can't fulfill the law. I'm the perfect. I'm a better high priest. That's right. I'm Melchizedek. Yeah. Here I am. Yeah. Lou. Yeah. And so, and they still denied him and uh, people still do. So I always, I, every single show, I want to make a plug for this. If you're depending upon your righteousness, uh, you'll never be good enough to stand in front of a holy, righteous God. The only way you can is if you're clothed in somebody else's righteousness. And that was the perfect lamb of God whose veil was torn, man. I've been loving getting into Hebrews, man. I'm, I appreciate this tonight. I mean, it is what it is. Maybe we will get, end up in Hebrews. Who knows? But, um, anyway, so awesome, awesome childhood. Did you play sports? Now he's sitting down right now. So I'm asking this question. Did you play sports? <laughs> no, I, I, I was too, uh, selfish, <laughs> a little, little bit lazy at the same time, but it's funny because a lot of it was pride as well. I played football one year mm -hmm. and, uh, the team was full of crybabies. I couldn't do it again. Yeah, couldn't, I said, you, couldn't guys do it. you guys are too soft. I was like, I would love to see you with like pads and stuff on. <laughs> like, when did you stop growing? Would you say like, where you're like 16, 16, <laughs> that was the end of it. And it took me a long time to get one. Yeah. What, what do you, what do you think you're like five, three, four, like five, six. Let's, let's, let's not exaggerate. Yeah. <laughs> I think it maybe with boots on. <laughs> my dad's a short guy too. Like, yeah. And I'm not tall. I mean, I'm five, nine, but I, I might joke when I'm back in New Jersey around the rest of the family. The Italian side of the family, my dad's side, you know, I'm a giant. Oh, yeah. I walk around there and I'm like, yeah, look at me, five foot nine. But no, yeah. anyways, but yeah, so I'm, I'm just joking around with my brother here. And I started out the podcast um, in this YouTube video. I don't even know what to call it half the time because we're on so many different platforms or trying to be anyways. Yeah. Um, but I mentioned that, hey, don't we look alike? We're brothers, you know? Yeah. Well, we are brothers in Christ, and I think um, I think uh, it's a good time to kind of go into. You were mentioning a little bit what you wanted to talk about tonight, so right. again, I'll turn it over to you as a good host should. Yeah. I, I talk too much right now, um, but I'll turn it over to you. And and what what did you want to talk about tonight? And it's something that you and I have talked about many times in the in the past. Really, mm -hmm. when we kind of first started talking, it yeah. was something that came up, and it's just an an awesome thing that I think is and you mentioned once again before we we came on air just how people like pretend like to pretend that like you said yeah we're brothers look and then that's the end of it but there's yeah. there's no spiritual connect there is no real bond to it yeah, so the spirit's not communing with the other exactly yeah. and and that's the thing i said what we should kind of talk about is the the ability that god has uh apart from men to actually create one people mm. out of many nations any nation right his ability to create one people um and scripturally as i know you like to do i love to do mm -hmm. to look at it biblically as opposed to societally or culturally mm -hmm. but to really look at biblically how god has the power um to take culture race whatever it may be mm -hmm. and supersede it yeah. And uh, and say, look at what I'm, look at what I'm doing. And and the the thing that's beautiful is there are so many scriptures, yeah, 
<laughs> that it makes the work easy, which is why I really, I don't like to argue. Sometimes I can't help it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's the zeal. <laughs> but, um, but when you have scriptures this clear, and it's funny because once again, we were comparing scriptures before we started. Yeah. We've got some of the same scriptures because yeah, it's so clear. We got them written down. <laughs> We've got them written down because it's so clear oh it's all coincidence by the way yeah, you know of i'm course. sure yeah. of course it's it not is. that one spirit yeah. <laughs> yeah so um but yeah i mean i i would say if you know let's share something something you want to say i'll say look at some of the scriptures yeah. and i'll let it uh yeah so so basically you're saying that you know even with all society's problems i mean you you turn on any newscast and stuff like that there there's always I personally think that this is opinion. I always say, I'm going to put a disclaimer. This is my opinion. This is, I, I can't go to chapter and verse. That, right. But I think my opinion is, is that people have just abused the word like racism and everything's racist now. Yeah. It's know, effective. Like, yeah. Because it shuts down exactly. conversation. Yeah. It absolutely is. And what I, what I think that is, is a ploy of the devil. I really do to divide in, um, especially among Christians and stuff like that. We talked about a little bit before we came on. When we talk about race, what it's it's like one's like, oh, we better put our tiptoe yeah, shoes exactly. on. You're like, oh, send the kids out of the room. <laughs> but I think I think it is it is a very open conversation, especially as we're gonna we're gonna point out the fact that we're brothers in Christ and that God doesn't see the soul as necessarily being a black soul. Right or a white soul what does that even mean you know what i mean but it sees it as he sees us as redeemed that's right he sees us in the body of christ because that's what the scripture says we are now christ is in us right as we are in him yes. that's why it's impossible to remove yourself by the way but anyways um but yeah we shouldn't have to tiptoe around that kind of stuff right. i mean we did we did mention a few things that we talked about and I'm sure we're gonna go across them um, that there are differences right God created differences between us culturally I guess you would say but that's okay because I know I can still lean on you and you can still lean on me and we can still edify each other as brothers in Christ um, but anyways so go ahead and um, let's let's open our King James Bible by the way get them out um, and let's turn to these scriptures together. If you need to, you can even pause these live videos. Did you know that? You can. I didn't know that. Yeah, you can pause it. Just go right down there and you can pause it. And then it should pick right back up where you paused it at or you can fast forward. That's the way I got it set up. If it doesn't work, sorry. (laughs) Just have to watch this after it it uploads later. But um, yeah, follow along. Don't take our word for any of this. Go to the authority. That's right. All right. So go ahead, brother. First one uh, is the one that, I mean, again, we both had uh first off acts chapter 17 okay um and i cheated i'm already there so oh you didn't okay that's all right i'm there now okay all right and uh just a few verses starting at 23 okay and um this scripture to me has always been one i would lean on when the issue of race came up because my question is well in whose eyes are we talking about anyway um so it, i love this scripture because it shows how god views us mm-hmm. so um Acts 17 and starting at verse 23. Um, I'll read, I'll go down to probably about 28. Um, you hearing me good? Am I? Yeah, just okay. if, you, if you hear yourself just starting to fade away a little bit, it's okay. just, get, I do get, it all get the time. Get back to it, yeah. Right. Okay, I do it all the time, so don't right. worry about it. 
All right, so 23, this is Acts 17. For as I passed by and beheld your devotions, I found an altar with this inscription to the unknown God. The wonderful thing about scripture is that, man, you could just go back and back and back, and then it's like, okay, we're not even on what we were talking about. But uh, to the unknown God, and this is Paul speaking, whom therefore you ignorantly worship, him declare I unto you. Mm -hmm. God that made the world and all the things therein, seeing that he is Lord of heaven and earth, dwelleth not in temples made with hands, neither is worshiped with men's hands. All this stuff is great. Yes. As though he needed anything, seeing he gives to all life and breath and all things. Mm -hmm. And hath made, now look at this. This is the verse 26. Yeah. Because again, I just don't know how you argue against it, right. that we're actually somehow different when here we have scripture saying this in verse 26. And hath made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on the face of on all the face of the earth and hath determined the times before appointed and the bounds of their habitation. Mm -hmm. That scripture is so full. Mm -hmm. But the first thing we notice right there is one blood. All nations came from one blood. Now we know where that blood yeah. stems from. Also where our sin nature stems from. Exactly. Yeah. And, and so we see that we all share a common sin nature, which is why Christ was able to. And now this is something because it's so big in some circles mm -hmm. that it's important what Christ looked like, what Jesus looked oh, like. Yeah, yeah. How could it be? Why would it be? Exactly. If we're of one blood, mm -hmm. so it only took the blood of one man Amen. to save all nations. That's right. And no, this is good. scripture. This yes, is sir. absolutely scripture. Yeah. This is how God sees us. God says. You're one blood. What are you two fighting about again? Right. And that's how I look at it when I hear Christians yeah. getting into race. What are you fighting about when God says, I made every nation? Yeah. You spoke before we started about Babel. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, they all came from one nation. That's right. He made the delineation mm -hmm. uh, for his sake, for his will. Yeah, he talks about the, uh, so that balance of habitation is also found in, I believe, I I can't remember, but it's found in the Old Testament. It talks about the uh, there's twelve different divisions okay. of right. those habitations. Um, man, if somebody can remember where that verse is, uh, uh, type it into the chat. Um, by the way, if at any point you have a question or whatever, and you want to type something in, I'll see it as soon as I can, and I'll I'll interject whenever. Uh, but if somebody can remember where that's at, um, JT, if you're still on here, you probably know. I think Brian talks about that um, in some of his videos, but Anyways, it doesn't matter. The point is, is that there's like 12 of them. And so there is differences. And that's why that's, I wrote something down here. I said that there are, that when I wrote down Acts 17, 26, I said, God recognizes the distinctions because there are bounds of habitation. However, like you, you just so beautifully said from the word here, we are of one blood. That blood is contaminated. Mm -hmm. That's right. That blood is contaminated and it needs renewing needs to be regenerated now we're still in this corruptible flesh right which we we talk about you know i'll start getting excited about this when we start talking about how paul talks about one day our whole body soul oh, yeah. and spirit will be redeemed right now our soul is redeemed our our spirit has been quickened we right. we, we can even have knowledge now spiritual discernment now because of that uh, because of the power of the holy spirit that lives within us which jesus christ lives in us and the father lives right. in because he's one being anyways the point is is the fact that yes that blood has been done away with because his blood has been applied that's right 
And that's what's so beautiful about Hebrews. That's what's so beautiful about taking New Testament. Show We know the mystery now. And you go back to the Old Testament and see that. Yeah. We were talking about the scapegoat, right. Leviticus 16 and everything. Oh, man. So good. But yeah. And the parallels, when you look mm-hmm. at how Hebrews uh, parallels Adam to Christ, it's just, I mean, you talk about something that blows your mind as far as understanding goes. It opens up such a complete understanding of just how powerful the sacrifice of Christ is and how effective right. it is and how awesome. This is one thing I find to be beautiful, how awesome God's plan is. Yeah. Um, because I mean, sometimes I remember being younger and you think, why didn't God just, wouldn't it been more easy if he had. Yeah. In our, in our, in our own. Our ignorance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah our that's what it is. And when you really can look and with the spirit mm-hmm. understand, and you just got to sit back sometimes and it's just, wow. Isn't God What good, a plan, man. What that, a plan. And that's a, God forgive me for taking that for granted. We, oh, yes. we talked about this before I came on, um, you know, just. That's convicting. All right. What, what's your next one? Okay. okay. Another one. Um, If we can go to Colossians now. Of course we can. We got all the time in the world, brother. Right. Except for Taz might get kind of upset. <laughs> so. I'll be home at some point. Yeah. All right. So Col- Colossians chapter three. I cheated again. So. I love the book of Colossians, by yes. the way. You know that. Yes. All right. So go ahead. All right. So Colossians chapter three. Let's start at verse eight. And um, I'll read till, till I get to, to the point. Uh, but now you also put up, and again, again, it's just like you could start at verse one everywhere. You can start at the previous yeah. chapter, yeah, uh, pretty much all the time with these letters. That's one thing I like so much about um, how we do things at the church is, yeah. uh, is just making sure people understand these are letters. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this is a continuous thought with most of these, yeah, especially with the epistles. This is a continuous thought, um, and it actually helps to view it that way. But anyway. Not to get too much off topic. Um, chapter I do it three. all the time, brother. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about yeah. that, weren't we? I don't. <laughs> it's my podcast. If the spirit leads, brother, right. you just go right ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. So verse eight. Uh, but now you also put off all these. About to start naming stuff: mm-hmm. anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Lie not one to another. Seeing that you have put off the old man with his deeds. We talked about the old man earlier mm-hmm. and have put on the new man. Now check this new man out, yeah, which is it. renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him. Yeah. I'm going to put a pause on you right yes. now. Okay. Because if you go back to Genesis one, then that starts. We we've been talking a lot about this offline. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. When you go back to that, we are created in his image. And then you understand that you are a new man right yeah that makes it like okay and then one day when he makes all things new as paul says your whole body soul and spirits reunion and like but we can't even imagine how nice like how awesome that's going to be and that's why we're going to praise him for all of eternity so uh but anyways but which is renewed in knowledge i think that's really interesting when it talks about that because it talks about the natural man in first corinthians 2 doesn't have that also this reprobate doctrine these people talk about how people oh homosexuals are reprobate period wait wait a minute wait a minute Mm -hmm. we all have the ability to become reprobate because it says they did not like to retain god in their knowledge therefore he turned them over to reprobate mind this garbage of reprobate and well this group of individuals is reprobate i've mentioned this before 
if you violate the law in one, you will get that in Hebrews as a, as a body too. You violate the law in one, you violated them all. So careful yes. what, what you're that's classifying right. people in. God is the one that turns them over. That's right. And that's after they just did not like they retained. And, and, and thank, it does, yeah. it talks about there that renewed in knowledge. That's right. And, and thank God that, you know, all judgment has been placed in the hands of Christ no. and that we don't, we're not yep. responsible to judge each other. Cause, uh, yeah, <laughs> just the, the, thank God that Christ is the judge. But one more verse here. Go ahead. Um, and that should be verse 11. And just this first part, we talk about this new man created mm -hmm. in him where there is neither Greek nor Jew, yeah. circumcision or uncircumcision, barbarian, Scythian, bond, nor free, but Christ is all and in all. Yeah, I just don't see how you argue yeah. uh, certain points uh, when we see what and, and I think you argue it when you don't realize that Christ is the strength behind it. Yeah. Uh, when you look at flesh, sure, you can say, well, you can't change your background. I can't change mine. I was raised how and where I was. You were raised how and where you were. So totally different situation. And that division will always be there. Absolutely. Yeah. Unless we're created a new man. That's right. Yeah, then that division beautiful. is erased. Mm -hmm. It doesn't even exist. You know, that's another one of those scriptures that I love. Um, how, uh, and I think it's Romans eight eighteen. Let me go there to see if if that's it. Because I want to say that this has to be one of uh, my favorite scriptures. If this is if, if it's my favorite, I should be able to memorize it. Yeah. So Romans eight eighteen, a, a wonderful scripture. I just love it. It says, for I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Yeah, the glory that shall be revealed in us. I don't think he's still on here. He might be, but uh, this this brother I'm talking to, he has a great video about the glory of the Lord yes. being Jesus Christ. And you just said the glory that's in us. That's right. The glory of the Lord is Jesus Christ. Yeah. You you go, you talk about Old Testament tie-ins. Right. This brother here went through a, a great video on the glory of the Lord is awesome but you know it leads me to another scripture because and and i if you're watching go to first john uh while i'm talking but it leads to another scripture that just shows how um foolish we are mm -hmm. to get caught up in these arguments when you consider how it will end and when we look back how if we can even remember these certain foolish arguments yeah we would just say what fools what yeah, god yeah. we would have to go back to worshiping for a little while because it would just be like god how did you deal with us food so first john chapter three yeah, yeah. Now, let me get that i was talking i didn't even go there are you going to uh verse one and two yeah yes i yeah, am yeah, okay. <laughs> yes i am yeah. uh so first john verses. chapter three verses one and two uh behold what manner of love the father hath bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of god already that's amazing mm -hmm. um therefore the world knoweth us not because it knew him not yeah. beloved now are we the sons of god and it does not yet appear what we shall be this is just so awesome um it does it does not yet appear what we shall be but we know that when he shall appear we shall be like him for we shall see him as he is what are we fighting about exactly brother what 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 culture what what race because when christ comes we will be like him mm -hmm. i love it when paul talks about how this body is like when a seed goes into it to the ground yeah. and a tree comes from, that's all this is. And I'm fighting over this, yeah. over this thing that isn't even an image 
of what I will be for all eternity. Right. What a foolish battle that is. Yeah, and that's that's an that's an excellent point because I mean we're we we get wrapped up in where there's like the envy and strife and the division yes. and all that kind of stuff, even in churches, right? Bodies of so-called Bible-believing Christians, which, yeah, the majority of these places are full of just unregenerated people. Yes, unfortunately. Unfortunately. But, um, but the point is, is that there's, there's, where does all that envy and strife and division come from? It's not having the same spirit, right? Or tamping down that spirit and getting in the flesh that's now right. that's possible yeah. we could get in the flesh yes. right now the two of us over something silly yes unless we're walking in the spirit and fully given over to that right that is capable we in us dwelleth no good thing, no good thing. we still have this flesh that groans so but those are those are great man and and i i just wrote down a few other verses um when i knew what you're going to be talking about and most of them are in first corinthians but uh ephesians 4 Let's go over there because I, I I like if uh, well I like it all but <laughs> let's go to uh, Ephesians chapter four. I'm trying to do this one handed here. I like this and let's just start in let's start in verse one because it's a it's an image that Paul's trying to put in people's heads here right away. I therefore the prisoner of the Lord. Now he's a prisoner physically at this time, right? Right. But he's a prisoner of the Lord, as you said, a living sacrifice. That's right. That's what that's what he saw himself as. Beseech you that ye walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called. We are called to be ambassadors. Yes. That's our vocation. Yep. You want to know what your job is out there? It's that's not trash right. guy. It's not navy guy. It is ambassadors. That's right. We are ministers of reconciliation. Yes. That's what we are. And um, so, anyways. With all lowliness and meekness, with long suffering, forbearing one another in love. So I started bringing these verses because, see, if we're walking in the Spirit, we can't have anything but love between us, That's brother. Right. There won't be that strife. There won't. If if the world, if America, if just wherever it is, would give themselves over to the Holy Spirit, we get saved, and the ones that are say they're saved are and when they're saved, they have the same Holy Spirit that I got. That's right. They got a hundred percent of it. Just how much does they have? Does the Holy Spirit have of us at the right, time? Exactly. If we were just get that understanding and start walking worthy of the of vocation wherewith we are called, right. we can't help but love each other. Man. That's right. There would be true love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. See, it won't just be, "Hey, man, I love you. Mm -hmm. I love you, James." Right. We will endeavor. That that is an action verb. That's where we're we're putting. We're putting our pedal to the metal. We yeah. are actually putting foot shoe leather to that. You know, we're right. walking. We're actually doing something. You know, we're not trying to earn our salvation, but because we are saved, like right. you said before, that makes us want to work. That's right. And then it says, verse four, there is one body and one spirit, even as ye are called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, which isn't the water baptism that you got at seven, I got at five. One God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. In you all. I, I love that for a million different reasons. <laughs> but the point is, is that that's where the unity is. Yes. The problem is, James, my brother, is that we don't live in true unity of the spirit. We put on a good show 
in cultural Christianity where Sunday comes rolling around, mm-hmm. we get looking nice, we go into a building and call it a church, and then say, hey, we got unity. Meanwhile, you don't know the name of the person that's sitting across yep. you know, the aisle from you, or you look at them like, yeah, they're not the same color as me, so therefore, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to have anything to do with them. Yep. Whoa. That's not the unity no. that it's talking about here. That's not the forbearing one another in love. Right. That's why I never got, let's just get historical for a second. By the way, we've done 45 minutes. Nice. How fast did that go? <laughs> yeah, no. I told you it would, <laughs> but I, I, let's get historical for a second. Um, so the deep segregated South in the 1940s and 50s and so forth. People that were religious, I mean, uber religious, the right. Bible Belt, you know, right. still put on hoods. Mm-hmm. It's fun to me if you can't figure out that that is anti-scriptural, right? And I don't think the spirit resides within somebody that was doing those things. You know what I mean? Yeah. There, well, there's a lot of there's a lot of paganism that's involved in that. By right. the way, exactly. there's a lot of uh, you know Masonic different things that was going on with that. So um, anyways, my point is, is that for years, for, well, since Adam and Eve fell, right. there's been that division. There's been that kind of stuff where people get in the flesh. I just don't see how we can we can call ourselves a Christian nation because to be Christ-like means that we won't have any of this stuff. Yeah. Are we a religious nation where we founded upon religious principles? Yeah. Probably so. Um, but at the same time, don't try to convince me right. that it was washed, regenerated, blood-bought saints that were exactly. doing all this kind of stuff. But you could tell the ones that were because they were the abolitionists yes. of the days. They were the ones that were just like, look, you're trying to use the Bible to keep people in bondage. Right. Right. But and they did. I just got finished with the Civil War course, and that's all they talked about. Yeah. It was how they, they kept people and they had even, you, you mentioned your grandfather was a pastor. Right. A lot of those um, plantations had guys that they trained to read well enough to where they would preach right. to the slaves yep. and all this kind of stuff. We're going down a really long rabbit trail. That's history. But the point is, is people try to use the Bible. Here's, here's my point. People try to use the Bible to keep people in subjection because they didn't rightly divide. Okay. They just try to make a conglomeration of stuff and, and use it as a cudgel to say, oh, and also, you know, I don't even remember if it was on or off air now, but, uh, you know, just the thought process of people not being able to see the deception, you know, they don't see that this is something to get you off of what we're really supposed to be focused on. And I mean, it works. And that's the thing I think about uh, satanic deception is that, it doesn't come where people expect it. We talk about, okay, I'm going to fight against homosexuality and just ignore, you know, all the other stuff that yeah. really is beating me up. That is just separating me from being able to be an ambassador for Christ. Let's just keep looking over there. And I mean, to me, that's, that's what I see in a lot of historical truths. You just see the deception. You see, what yeah. were you all doing? They were deceived because he's the father of lies. That's the, right. The devil is, as the Bible says, and not just that, 
when I see that, he's also able to put himself off as a angel, angel of light. light. Yep. And so there's the counterfeitness there. Yeah. So he can't see he's he understands because he's you know, we try to make the devil to be some sort of all powerful being. He is not. He's he only not. no. God is sovereign. And he allows these things to happen, you know, in his sovereignty. But the point is, is that, you know, he's able, the, Satan is able to counterfeit God's word. He's, he did that from the beginning. That's yeah, right. it's God said. But he's even able to do that with all this stuff. And he wraps it in a nice little Christianity yeah. bow, right? Yeah. And people buy it hook, line, and sinker because they go off the word of man. Yeah. And they don't let this mind That's be right. in you. Which is the, the the same mind, as I talked about before, which was in Christ Jesus. The That's one right. that said, beloved, ye have the mind of Christ. Right. As right. Paul says to the uh, Corinthians there in 1 Corinthians 2. And I think that's that's it, man. You, you, you flushed it out. And I'm looking over at your notes. I'm cheating now. And <laughs> you have Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 12. I do too. So okay. let's, I say, let's, um, let's put a pin in it at that one okay okay let's let's go first corinthians 12 okay we'll go over there and uh i'll let you go okay go ahead brother all right so first corinthians 12 and i have 12 and 13 um yeah i went to 14 okay you went to 14 mm -hmm. so let's go to 14 and uh again this is just the culmination of the work of christ mm -hmm. i mean it absolutely is because we're talking about the body now where he is the head uh, one head, one body. He's not a mutant. Okay, yeah. so so we see this. So verse, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, verse twelve. For as the body is one, mm -hmm. okay, this is going to get good. In and hath many members. Yep. And all the members of that one body, being many, are one body. So also is Christ. Oops. <laughs> so also is Christ. Mm -hmm. For by that, this is just. I mean, you got to, when you read this, look how many times the word one is used mm. for by one spirit. Yep. Are we all baptized into one body? Yep. There we go again. This isn't about the water, whether we be Jews or Gentiles. Yep. I mean, that's, that's just for that, that point right there, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, we're all baptized into one body. So if nothing else, and we'll keep reading, but if nothing else, Christians should be the trailblazers yeah. for unity mm -hmm. um, because it's something so much bigger than race or I'd usually say culture yeah. um, It's something so much bigger than that because we're pilgrims here anyway. Right. We have no continuing city. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, what culture am I even fighting for? Um, so whether we be Jews or Gentiles, one body, one spirit, um, whether we be bond or free, and have been all made to drink once again into one spirit. For the body is not one member, but many. One body, many members. Mm -hmm. So we see, I mean, there are just this again and again, we see the work of what Christ has done. Yeah. And the only thing that gets in the way of that is this flesh. Yep. That's the only thing. The spirit is in us. You know, Christ is in us. I think we just read a scripture that said God is in us. So we see that. And yeah, what what does stop us uh, from having that unity 
Us. Okay. It's us. There it is. What stops us? Us. Us. Flesh yeah. us. Yep. We get in the way. Yes. Um, and that's me all the time. Yeah. I get in the way. And, um, and that's important to say because yeah. it's not that me and Mike are better than anybody else who's watching. Mm -hmm. uh, we have the same struggles the same things it's because of flesh i mean that's the thing we know it's because of flesh i'm grateful for that knowledge yeah um i, I truly am grateful for that knowledge uh out of gratitude um but also because it it helps me to see what i am battling against yeah um and when you know what you're fighting against you know how to fight that's right if you have the right tools yeah and strangely enough god said he would preserve something that would show us all the tools. Yes, he did. And it's right in front of us, yes. brother. It's the word of God. That's right. The King James Bible, God's preserved word for the English-speaking people. Thank you, God, for that. All right. All right. So that's we're up at 52 minutes. And what I want to do, um, if we go over a little bit over an hour, that's not a big deal. Okay. What I'd like to do, um, there's it says there's six people watching. Of uh, those six people that are watching, if anybody has any questions or any comments, uh, now's your chance. Um, start typing them in there, put in the, put in the chat, and we'll see. Right. Now, this isn't stump the chump, okay? <laughs> okay. We'll just ignore those. <laughs> yeah. If you if you start asking some, I don't know who's watching this right now. I know Taz is watching. I'm sure okay. she's not going to, but you know, something that's completely off topic is fine. But you know, if you start delving into the realms of some conspiratorial stuff, right. I, I'm going to have to just tell you that if the Bible isn't plainly speaking on something, I We'll just say, well, yeah, it, it stays pretty mute about that, in my opinion, and right. we'll just move on. But just uh, the proper course, mm, I would say, vein janglings, exactly. and, and you know, we don't speak of ourselves. If if Jesus says, look, I'm not speaking of myself. Who are we to speak for ourselves? If He says yeah. that I just speak what the Father told me to say, that's right. Then who are we to take it upon ourselves? That's right. To speak for God. All right. So nobody's nobody's got a question. Okay. Nobody's right. got a question. We did well. <laughs> hey, the spirit led, brother. I, That's I, right. I love the fact that we had a lot of the same scriptures written down, but we had two different viewpoints of some sometimes, but it all came around to the same truth yes. because thy word is truth. So anyways, hey, thanks for joining us. I, I really appreciate the fact that um, James, thank you so much for coming by. I mean, this has been great. This is okay. this is why, by the way, God laid on what God laid on my heart to do is this type of programming is to have at least two brothers get around the word of God and that one spirit that we've been talking about repeatedly today. Get around that and let people out there that are natural men, as the Bible calls them, that are not give them the what two ambassadors of Christ should look like talking to each other That's right. and say, huh. There is a difference, yep. you know, because most of the time in today, especially in today's society, folks, there's, you know, everybody wants to fight about political parties and all these different kinds of things. And they just go at it, which I, I've been known to on occasion. You know, I, I'm not I'm not. I'm not perfect, like you said before, you know, I, I would like to fight and battle it out on some of these type of things. But at the end of the day, God is sovereign. He's ordained even government. That's right. And he's set them up in place. Just like he set the bounds of the habitation, as we read, read earlier, yep. he also placed the kings. Yeah. And it's an awesome thought. Yeah. 
I just love this song. And one day, he will rule and reign as the king for a thousand years. He's going to rule with a rod of iron. So, okay. Yeah, can I, I just say one go, thing? Go ahead. Because I, I, you know, it's so important uh, to understand that God did this in his wisdom. Because some people look and how could God ordain Trump or Obama or whatever. Sure. God is wise and you're not. You know, God, God has a plan that he, uh, that was completed before the world was even formed. His plan was done. So uh, don't think that you can question that truth. Yeah. Um, there's a plan and you would be wise. We would all be wise yep. to submit to the one who made the plan. Because he is also all power. Yes. Yeah, that's yes. the hard part is the submission yes. to his will. Yes. So that oh. Oh, Chester McDonald. I guess not related to you because it's spelled different. No, that's dad. Oh, it is. Yeah, that should be dad. Oh, brother. Dad or brother. They're both named Chester, so okay. it's probably dad. Yeah, it is you. Okay. I'm sorry about that. And um, so Mr. McDonald says Habakkuk talks about the bounds. Thank you. Oh, thank, okay. Thank yeah. you. And I, yeah, I'll, I'll look that up afterwards, and I really appreciate that, brother. Um, you making it, because now I, I can know the neighborhood of where I yeah. need to go. You know, <laughs> Habakkuk is uh, um, where I'll go probably right after this, if I got a little bit of moment and to read that. But, yeah, so thank you for joining us. I mean, I, I really – now, if anybody knows us personally, okay, especially after like everybody's ready to go eat lunch or like, yeah, like get ready to get out of there and the wives are looking at us. So we're just, <laughs> we're just going and we're just talking and talking and right. like, look at this verse and look yeah, at this verse. Yeah. And uh, this brother right here has been patient with me on a lot of times. And I appreciate that because, and also the fact that I know I can trust that you're going to say, wait a minute, brother, uh, this is where you're off scripturally. And I need that. We all need that. Right. As long as people are willing to hear a matter mm -hmm. and not speak before they're willing that's to right. hear it, um, I believe as it says in, in Proverbs, speaks before he hears the matter. Anyways, um, but yeah, I appreciate that about you, bro. And I, I know I've been on a, a certain kick, you know what that is, you right. know, like, I, and I've been really studying something out for almost two years now. Right. Um, and I keep coming and sometimes I just don't put things correctly. Mm -hmm. I stumble over my words. But I think you you ask the right questions and you're like, well, what, what do you mean by that? Yeah. And it spurs more study and everything. So I really appreciate it about you, brother. I really appreciate the fact that you came over here and got to see what this Let This Mind Be In You Ministries is going to be about. We have the individual studies, of course. and uh, But, man, I love these in-studio where we could even set up stuff like later on down the road, right. Skype and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's it's really good. Uh, Mr. Chester says, marvelous study tonight. Oh, thanks, brother. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, because he was, he's the one that did it. So, and your wife says, no questions. She's ready for you to come over. <laughs> she's, got them, she's got 15 <laughs> kids at home. Like, I mean, I'm exaggerating, seven kids at home that she wants a little bit of help with. So, hi, Sister Taz. Hello. And I'm so grateful that um, also that JV's doing better. Oh, you know? yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, went through a little bit of a, little bit of a health something or other but and got good man even right. even if he hadn't god's still good god's will be done yeah so thanks for joining us like i said hey don't forget um i'll just mention it again uh how to get a hold of me here at the ministry ltmbiy at yahoo if you got any kind of questions also let this mind be in you ministries on facebook 
uh, go give the page a like. Um, write me a message anytime you want to. It's it's free, folks. You know, and um, I'm not forcing you to do anything. Also, give a like to this channel. Subscribe. Hit that notification bell, and you'll know whenever we go live, and so or when a new video posts. And um, also on podcasts, p o d c a s t s dot com. Look for Let This Mind Be in You Ministries, and you can download. I believe you can download the the audio. You may just be able to listen to it as of right now. And then soon to be on different platforms and so forth and so on. But anyways, man, we hit it right in an hour. Perfect. Perfect. My brother. <laughs> I love you, man. Love you in the Lord. And uh, go get some rest. Yeah, I will. You've been up all week, man. So get some sleep. All right, folks. So that's going to be it. Um, man, it's been good. I wish we could go for hours and hours and hours, but uh, we both have babies and stuff to take care of so james come back dude oh yeah definitely come back man we'd love to have you on again and um man so good that we'll get even deeper yeah man (laughs) but man it was good everything you everything you brought out from god's word was absolutely good and uh i hope you watch this i hope you rewatch it and and uh tell other people to watch that's right that's right thank you bro my brother tell everybody you know all right tell all your friends but uh Again, thanks for joining us here and Let This Mind Be In You. I'm Brother Michael D'Angelo, and that'll be it for tonight. Thank you. Bye-bye.